Hello everyone, it's me, Aurus Sanchez, with here with Converse With Anyone, Anywhere, and I'm here with my awesome co-host, Aliza Abramson. Hey everyone, very excited to do another podcast episode here walking in Manhattan in the city by the village. So, on today's podcast, we want to give you guys, right, and Aliza's going to start us off with this, but basically the topic, today's podcast is about how can you assess at work, when you're at work, how can you tell when people are, are truly trying to give you a constructive criticism or are they just trying to be negative? Are they, ju- are they just trying to take you down? Well, what's the difference? How can you tell the difference? Because once you can tell the difference, if someone's truly trying to help you at your job or not, or they're just trying to bring you down, you can now do, you, you can use certain techniques and tactics to either defer them and move them away from you or bring them in closer so they can help you in the long run. So Elisa's going to start us off with something that she wanted to start off for us about mindset. Can you please explain? Yeah, okay. So the first of all, guys, um, in terms of when to use this, what we're actually talking about, it doesn't actually just have to be at work. We find that it's particularly helpful at work because yes. people criticize you a lot at work. But you can use this in like all scenarios, like friendship, romantic, everything like that, like family. You can use this. It'll work. Um, but right now, what we're going to talk about is criticism because... Everybody likes to think I could do this better and it's very easy to find the holes in what other people are doing because you're not doing it right and you're just seeing it you're outside of it so a lot of people are going to talk to you the first thing that you need to do is make sure you're not defensive guys because if you're defensive and it's really hard to not be defensive because all of us were always like trying to protect ourselves from everyone else influencing us badly and making us like have negative thoughts about ourselves but if you come across that way when someone is trying to give you criticism or constructive criticism, which we're going to talk about how to yes. determine which one it is because there's a big difference between constructive and just hating on you. You can't seem emotional and like you can't take it because that gives you that gives you like a persona of weakness. It makes you seem very weak to the other person and it seems like you can't handle anything and you're panicking. And then you can't even defend your position properly because they won't believe you. They're just like... This person just can't handle it. And I've actually had that a lot. And can I just mention that also, let's say, for example, let's say that you're very sensitive or or you get very defensive, right? Yes, it's a sign of weakness, right? But also, let's say say you are actually dealing with somebody who actually wants to be negative and wants to bring Mm -hmm. you down. They're going to see that as an opportunity to actually get you and bring you down now because they see that it's so easy to mess with you. It's so easy to bring you down mentally because once they bring you down mentally, the way you think is going to affect the way you behave and the way you feel and then everything's going to go downhill so you got to be very careful that's such a good point and just like building off of that actually i was like let's say someone is trying to just be negative the easiest way to get rid of them is not to argue it out with them and like point out each detail and to win that scenario with people like that you just need them to stop criticizing you yes correct and if you're defensive it's not going to happen. They're going to keep criticizing you because now they're going to have more ammo. They're going to criticize you for being defensive now. So first step, guys, just no, don't be defensive. You don't have to take in what they're saying. By not being defensive, that doesn't mean that you believe what they say. But have a conversation with them about it. Don't sit there and be like, oh, what are you talking about? And you don't know me. Like, that's the worst phrase to say, guys. Like, you don't know anything. You don't know me. That's not good because they do know stuff. What do you think? I do. I do agree with you. Yes. So I think in... And like just in a couple words, 
the first thing you need to have down packed. Actually, you don't need to be perfect at this. No. But if you're struggling with this, you should get better. Basically, just learn to not be defensive. Yeah. Read some books. Well, like, learn some techniques on how to calm yourself when you're angry. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, that was our last last podcast episode. So check that out. Definitely yeah. do, guys. It's a really good podcast episode. And also, we could probably do another one just on how to, in general, not be defensive. Of course, of course. Yeah, we'll definitely do that in the future. I love how we create more ideas for podcasts while we're doing podcasts. While we're doing a podcast. That is so legit. We are so cool. Uh, <laughs> kidding. Okay, but now so now that, now, now that we have that don't be defensive, right? Mm-hmm. Now that we have don't be defensive uh, when you're conversing with someone. Something I'm always looking at. So let's say, because I've been, I've worked in many different jobs and did different industries and stuff like that. And I've learned, and I've seen a couple things. I've seen a couple things. Sometimes when someone, you know, quote unquote, wants to give me, right, uh, constructive criticism. Or advice. They might call it advice, guys. <laughs> or advice. I always look at, first of all, the approach. Mm-hmm. How they approach me to give me this quote-unquote advice or criticism. And are they coming at me really hard? Are they angry at me? Are they yelling at me? Are they being passive-aggressive? Are they throwing shade? Are they, th- are they throwing like little indirect insults? Or are they actually being logical? Do they make sense? Were they really... Where, where, were they trying to first compliment you and then get into the criticism? Were they trying to ask you a couple questions before jumping into it? Like, were they sensitive about it? Were they not sensitive about it? Right? But this, this part is super crucial because based on this part, you can tell most likely you can predict how the rest of the conversation is going to go. So if they, if they act a certain way, right? Are they truly looking out for my benefit or are they, or are they just trying to do this for themselves, for their ego to bring me down? But even guys, sometimes just be careful because sometimes some people are so good at they're like a chameleon. <laughs> they're so good at camouflaging. Like, yeah, I'm here for I really want to help you, but yeah, they're being passive aggressive and they're being and, and and they're throwing me insults on the low. So watch, truly watch their body language. Mm-hmm. Like how are, are they using open body language, closed body language, their tonality and the word, the specific words that they are using in order to tell you this type of advice. Well, what do you think, Aliza? I think that's a, a good thing to keep in mind. I know for me, I'm always a little nervous about this. And I always like, I use that and I keep that in mind mm-hmm. when I'm having this type of situation. But I don't rely on this just because I know for me, I get very emotionally biased when people are criticizing me, right? Okay. So I don't just jump with because I know that for me, I might rationalize in my head that, oh, they don't know because of X, Y, and Z and try to win in my favor and then not listen to anything they have to say when really maybe they do have something good to say. So yes, I keep that in mind. I think that it's a very good point. And if you know that you're someone who's very objective, then yeah, use that approach. But for me, like I do that, but I don't rely on it. I rely more on the follow through and the next steps that I'm actually about to tell you. Please do. Um, just because I know that I'm biased. So what I like to do is I like to get almost academic about it, right? So first of all, I get very, very quiet when they start giving me this criticism. Because if they come in, first of all, they might come in very emotionally with you because they might be nervous to give you this criticism or they might be very angry and they just want to vent to you or something like that. So I get very, very quiet. And I've actually seen Aurus do this as well and it's very good. Um, Once they pause and stop talking, don't start talking. Stay quiet. Make it a little bit awkward, right? Because what happens is the other person starts feeling the need to fill that space, to fill that void of silence, right? Mm -hmm. Now, they have two options there. 
most people, what they do is they start to think, well, what are you thinking, right? So they'll try to analyze what I'm thinking. (laughs) And if they start to say, well, you might say that I'm wrong because of X, Y, and Z, right? They might actually work through their own criticism before you defend yourself. And then you don't have to do anything just by staying quiet. Or they might get more aggressive and more emotional. So in that case, you have to step in. But try just staying quiet a little bit because they might be like, like, oh, yeah, you know, I didn't actually think maybe you're right. Maybe it was just too busy for you that day. And that's why you couldn't do this thing. Interesting. Now, I agree with you. And I'm actually going to pursue two thoughts with, with what you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So first of all, you said that, that that you get academic with it. Like, I haven't like, gotten to that yet, but yeah. So basically, are you saying... So I'm going to ask you a question first. Mm-hmm. You're basically saying that you're looking for them to give you like facts mm-hmm. to basically give you constructive criticism based yeah. off studies and stuff like that right am, am i right don't trust anyone's criticism of you if they can't back up what they're saying if they're just saying like it's just a vibe or i just don't get the feeling like you're so good at this mm-hmm. don't trust them they don't know what they're talking about it might be that they're right but if they can't back it up you can't rely on that so you want so you're looking for objective measures yeah. rather than subjective measures so what i might even do to throw the other person off to show them like listen i want to get better if you're actually willing to be constructive is i might get a notebook out okay and be like okay i hear what you're saying let me write down some points and then i'll start asking questions and taking notes because that intimidates them and makes them think a little bit more they think before they speak because they know they're being recorded Right? Yes. So they don't want to write, say something that later on they'll regret. So all of a sudden they back up and they cool down a little bit. Or they flip out, in which case disregard what they're saying because it's clearly just emotional what they're saying. Yes. But if they calm down and they actually start thinking logically with you, then you might have a very good conversation. You'll both get better. But if they can't, when you bring out that notebook or they start like ridiculing you, just disregard them. Interesting. I... I I've tried something like this, and the, the next point I'm, I'll, I'll mention, I, I've mixed it up. I do think the th- what you just mentioned would most of the time work. Not always. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would always work. I mean, of course, I don't think almost. I, I don't think one thing will always work. Right. But in particular, I don't think this will always work because, like you mentioned in the beginning, when someone's going to give you constructive criticism, let's give someone the benefit of the doubt that they actually want to give you constructive criticism. Well, what might happen? Then they might feel nervous. Yeah. They might get a little emotional because you know it's it's uncomfortable to give someone advice or constructive criticism based off a situation. So they might get nervous. They might start to stutter. They might uh, they might blank out. So when you're asking, so you're basically taking out a notebook and you're like intimidating them. Yeah. I mean. It makes sense because if because you're saying if listen if you're gonna give me constructive criticism make sure it's backed up yeah. make sure it's not just some bougie bougie th- like some random stuff some heebie heebie stuff ba- hocus basically pocus. hocus pocus that's yeah, what I meant I yeah I want smoke and mirrors I want real facts then correct and sometimes people will come with real facts right mm-hmm. but if you do that what could happen is that you could scare people off people might think it, it's it's funny I think we we both heard this statistic that out of every ten people. If, when they meet you, only six of them will actually understand you or get you. Mm-hmm. Four of them will get a completely different vibe. So maybe when you speak to certain people, right? If you start to do that, if you start to write stuff down and you give that attitude, they might think like you're conceited, that you're getting defensive on the low. So it has its pros and its cons, this this approach. Because maybe the person, they, they, they might get nervous or they might get like blank out. And they're like, mm-hmm. and, and they're like, I've never met anyone who does this. Oh, he must be, he's probably just doing this as an act. He or she's just doing this as an act. They're 
getting defensive. They're trying to find a new way to get to me. Let me drop it. So I think you have to be careful. I agree with you. I just think you have to be careful on who you do this, these techniques with. Mm-hmm. And I think it's in bridge with this. What I've done, and I think you, you've done it as well, is that let's say someone wants to give us constructive criticism, we start to ask questions. Yes. You... And you start to ask questions, and if people can answer your questions correctly, right, it's because they have actually thought about it. Mm-hmm. They have the facts. They have maybe ex- anecdotal experiences, meta-analysis, may- maybe not directly, but indirectly. And they can give you some good facts that could pr- probably help you. And maybe they can give you some, some solid techniques mm-hmm. to actually make the sale or be nicer to a customer or whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I am, am I on the right track here? A hundred percent, you're on the right track with the asking questions. I just want to respond really quickly to what you said about um, how you might scare the person off before yes. I build on that. Um, so it's interesting. The way that I use, I actually do want to scare off a lot of people from intimidating me, be- from con- uh, criticizing me, because if you're someone that really listens when people tell you that you have a flaw and you try to be better and things like that, you have to be very careful who you take criticism from, mm-hmm. and. I like that when I'm working on myself or trying to fix something or going to get criticism, I pick who I go to. I pick people that I trust, who I know have my best interest and who will actually help me, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't want just unsolicited advice given to me. I don't want random people coming to me and telling me what I need to fix or who I need to be and everything like that. So I try to intimidate them to make it a little uncomfortable for them so that they don't come to me. But you can only do that if you're also on the same hand going to people for constructive criticism and getting help and things like that. What if it's your boss? So if it's your boss, you have to play it a little bit differently. It depends on your type of boss. Like I've had some pretty bad bosses that criticize very emotionally who will come and take out like their day on you. In which case I did the same thing. I wanted to intimidate them. I wanted to them to go find kind of like easier targets than me because I didn't want them to say something that's going to ruin my day now. So I okay. tried to make it so that they didn't want to come to me because they know that it would be harder to come and criticize me. But don't you think you have to be careful with that approach because you don't want to get fired or you don't want to get people angry? That's true. What's good about this approach is that it seems like you're very much working on it and you do want to get constructive criticism and you do want to be better. Like I said, though, you can only do this if you're getting constructive criticism from actually people and you are actually getting better. Because if you're staying in the same place and you're just avoiding everyone's criticism, then you're going to get fired because you're not getting any better. But if you are getting better because you're picking who to go get that criticism from, like let's say I decide, okay, this person is a safe person for me to get criticism from because they actually understand how I work and they know how to get me better, and I keep getting better because I'm working with them, then the other person doesn't really have a reason to go and give you constructive criticism. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. That's good. That's really good. That's really good. But what you were saying about the questions is 100% what you want to do because you don't want it to be ever that someone's just attacking you and telling you, you need to fix this, this, and this, and this. Because, first of all, if the person is not doing it at the same time as you, then they don't really know. So they don't know some objections you might have, and their solutions might not work. So you need to ask them those questions of like, okay, this might work, but let me ask you about this, and this, and this, and this. So it needs to be a conversation when you have constructive criticism. It can't just be like, I know everything, and I'm telling you everything, and you are a terrible human being, you know? Okay. Like, there needs to be a little bit more equality than that. What do you think? I think what you said is correct. Um, so I would try to take it from a different approach. Let's say someone, because I do feel you have very, very, I don't want to say edgy, but very like modern, but mm-hmm. like very aggressive techniques. Yeah. 
but they do work. They hundred. I've seen you do them, mm-hmm. and I've seen people that follow your stuff or follow your, your advice, and it does work for them. But I'm gonna go with a different, a different slight. It's it's the same approach, just a little bit different. Where basically, I'm putting up a framework. Okay. So let me explain what I and I think we we spoke about this earlier before the podcast. Where basically. Let's say your boss or someone wants to give you constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, you have the mindset where I don't want to just accept any type of criticism. I don't want to get anything negative from me. So let me assess the situation. Mm -hmm. So what I've done before and I've seen people do and I've I've taught this is that (coughs) and for some reason, this actually goes more. It goes for both genders. But I've noticed that this actually helps women a little bit more. Oh, interesting. Okay. Just a little bit more. It helps men as well. Where up front before they give you the criticism you say mm-hmm. by the way i'm d- do you mind right you come from a very humble approach or right or uh where you're like listen do you mind if i ask you questions as you're giving the constructive criticism because it's just it's, it's happened in the past where people have given me advice and i'm asking them questions but they took it the wrong way like something like that but very simple and all you're truly saying is that hey listen I'm willing to listen to what you have to say. You're not really saying I'm going to accept what, what you're saying, but I'm going to listen to what you have to say. But I'm going to ask you questions about mm-hmm. what you're saying to back because I, I need to make sure that what you're telling me makes sense or is backed up by facts. And, it, and as you mentioned, it's not just your emotional baggage from the previous day. Right. So I'll say this or I'll teach this. To, to, so then the person now has, has in mind, oh, man, maybe I should think again what I'm going to say. Or maybe it, it reaffirms, yeah, what I have to say is good for them. Mm-hmm. Because now they know you, you're, you, that you're going to come into the question, I'm sorry, into the conversation asking questions. Mm-hmm. And now if they know that, they're like, oh, okay. So now they're, they're, their mindset changes. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I love that approach. <clears throat> I think that's great. And especially um, as... It's going to sound terrible, but as women in the workforce, uh-huh. a lot of times you have to deal with... Um, sexism? Oh, yeah. For sure you have to deal with sexism. But one of the particular scenarios that you have to deal with is when someone is telling you what to do, male or female, because power isn't really different Gender, uh-huh. against those. But like when you're a woman and you have to accept criticism, you have to be really careful how you respond that you don't be perceived as emotional or nagging so the fact that you come at this with such a like a like a simple approach of just like listen i hear what you're saying i want to learn um i'm going to be asking some questions if that's okay um i don't want you to take it the wrong way though that's good and what's also great about that is you get them to think like oh i don't want to be like them right who's the them the people that took it the wrong way so what's gonna happen in their head is when you ask those questions and they might be like stepping back like how dare she say something like that or he say something like that instead they're gonna be trying to not be like them and they're gonna fight to be like the person who understands that you're asking questions because you're making it good guys versus bad guys right yes if yes they say that it's bad that you're asking questions then they're part of the bad guys but if they go with you and they make it constructive and they talk with you which is actually what you want ideally then they're part of the good guys which is great it's great it's so simple and it's it makes sense yeah that was very good i like that little (laughs) i like that little added touch where and now it makes them think hey i don't want to be i don't want to be part of that group Mm -hmm. that not open-minded group It, it, it reminds me of that technique where it's not really a technique but it's like you're unlocking a door 
into someone's brain when, when you tell them, hey, listen, right, you're open-minded, mm-hmm. right, you're you're very positive thinker. Like you set them up. You set them, and of course they're going to say yes. Because now they want to affirm what you're saying. Exactly. Unless that person is extremely self-aware and they know themselves and they're like, actually, no, I'm more of a pessimistic thinker. Then maybe, well, then then you're screwed. But like, but like, <laughs> I'm thinking of those techniques where you say those things, mm-hmm. and <coughs> sorry, where you say those things, and they're like, of course, of course. So now you have them in the right mindset now, and then you you throw this question. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. And I think this will work, as you mentioned, at work, in different relationships, friendship-wise, school-wise. But I mostly seen these techniques really work a lot doing work, whatever yeah. type of job it is. Mm-hmm. Um, one added step that I would actually add to all of this, like once you use this and you get the person on your side and you create this conversation of improvement, follow up with them afterwards. Like a couple days later or whatever, once you've put in some effort to change this, follow up with them and be like, okay, um, I wanted to ask you, like, have you seen a difference? Like, is this working? Things like that. Because what happens then is they feel a little bit honored, right? And they feel like, oh, I helped this person. And the next time that they see you do something wrong, they're not going to come at you in an attacking mindset because they know you're open. So they're not scared to come and like have a conversation with you about what you could be doing better because they had a good impression last time. So follow up with them and just say like, am I doing better over here? Things like that seem like you're really positive about it. Then they come and they're like, oh yeah, you're doing great. The next time they see you doing something bad, they're not going to be like, oh man, I got to go criticize and everything like that. They're going to be like, okay, let me just go have a conversation. And that's all you want it to be. A simple conversation of like, listen, this happened here. It could be a little bit better. This is how we can do it. That's what you want. Interesting. I, would, I wouldn't actually wait days. I would actually wait a week at least. A minimum, I would wait a week. A week, really? Why a week? Because... A lot of times, a couple of days is not enough to maybe start to do a change. I don't well, think... it depends what you're doing. Uh, 50-50. It's like... I mean, like, 50-50. It's like, yes and no. And also, like, let's say you're not really doing... You're not, you haven't really changed and you go up to them. Most likely, not always, but most likely, they're, they're going to say, yeah, you are. I'm seeing little improvements. But, they, but like, they might say that most of them like, like they'll say it to like sometimes to brush you off or sometimes they just say yeah 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 don't worry you're yeah you're improving like 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 they're lying to you a little bit because it's uncomfortable to give someone advice i mean i know what, what you're saying you come back to them and say hey listen am i doing better and they feel like wow i helped them but it, it, it can also be taken like you know like uh let me just push them away it was, it was already uncomfortable why are they asking me are they asking me this because they're getting a little defensive to prove me wrong blah 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 so it could go 50 50 after you've created that conversation of we're working together no yes but what if you don't create it completely the first time then, then I don't then do this. then don't do this. Okay. Yeah, but if you feel like you've actually accomplished this and you've created it into a constructive situation where they're both trying to help each other, then I think that this is very helpful. All right then. I think we gave some good. I think we gave some good, solid information on how to, on really how to assess people that are trying to give you negative criticism or not, mm-hmm. and how to take it. For sure. So guys, try these out. Let us know what you think. Please comment, subscribe to this podcast. Let us know what you think. We would really appreciate it. We try our best to give the best information out there. And Aliza, any last words? Uh, guys, I hope that this has helped you. Um, criticism is always something that's really hard to deal with. Um, but try to make the best of it. And I hope this, this helps. Yeah, guys. Guys, thank you guys so much. And of course, guys, we appreciate everything you guys do. And... Dun, 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 dun. Drum roll, drum roll. Of course, till next time.